welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host. Uh, today we are uh, episode 5.4, which is chapter 24 in Matthew. And uh, just a little overview, um, I think that Jesus is uh, giving us a little bit of a prediction into the future. A uh, little prophecy, kind of um, just kind of letting us know that there's some stuff that's going to be happening and you need to be prepared. So, um, I'm so grateful and so thankful that you're here listening with me and, uh, I hope you're enjoying this, um, podcast as much as I am. Uh, I think we are winding down here. Uh, we're almost done. So congratulations. I think we have four more chapters, five more chapters. So congratulations for hanging in there. Um, if you are just listening today for the first time, you can go back and uh, listen from the beginning. I think it's only gotten better and uh, a little bit more uh, meaty. Uh, again, I'm not a, I, I'm not a radio personality. I didn't go to broadcasting school. Uh, this is all new to me. And so I thank you for your graciousness uh, listening to me, hopefully, and eventually watching uh, on YouTube. Um, so anyway, uh, thank you for joining me, and I hope that you are as blessed as I am. So uh, let me start out in prayer. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We are so eternally grateful to you. For all that you do for us, all that you provide for us, um, we are not taking for granted anything that uh, you do or say in your word to us. So, Lord, thank you so much. We especially thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, and the sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed for our sins. Lord, we are not worthy of it. We don't deserve it. And we know that it was a gift from you and we gladly receive that gift from you and uh, we're just so thankful of that so Lord um, we want to open up your word today we want to dig in deep we want you to bless us with whatever wisdom it is that you are going to put into our hearts into our minds into our souls and eventually into our lives I pray that we are all living for you and for Jesus and for the kingdom. Lord, I pray blessings over all the people that are out there that are listening, uh, whoever that may be. I don't know where they are. I don't know where in the world they are. Um, but I'm so thankful that they are taking time out of their day to dig into your word and to hear what message you have for them today. And Lord, just uh, put a covering over this moment in time as we read through your autobiography. And we pray all this in your precious son's name. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, <clears throat> so uh, we're in the thick of Jesus's um, ministry and um, we are gonna read about uh, his predictions of what's to come and it says we don't know when this is so um, let's uh, dig in all right episode 5.4 chapter 24 <coughs> Jesus speaks about the future 
Jesus was leaving the temple grounds. I'm sorry. As Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, his disciples pointed out to him the various temple buildings. But he responded, do you see all these buildings? I tell you the truth, they will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, tell us when all this will happen. What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? Jesus told them, don't let anyone mislead you for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world, but all this is only the first of the birth pains, with more to come. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. And many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and will deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. <clears throat> the day is coming when you will see what Daniel the prophet spoke about, the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. Reader, pay attention. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in winter or on the Sabbath. For those will be great for there will be greater anguish than at any time since the world began, and it will never be so great again. In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive but it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Then, if anyone tells you, look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great signs and wonders so as to deceive. If possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I have warned you about this ahead of time. So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look, or look, he is hiding here. Don't believe it. For as the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so will it be when the Son of Man comes. Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these scenes indicate, signs indicate that the end is near. <clears throat> Immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then at last the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens, and there will be deep mourning among the peoples of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with the mighty blast of a trumpet, and they will gather in 
They will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know his return is very near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days, before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. <clears throat> so you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Understand this, if a homeowner's if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible service servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth. The master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant is evil and thinks, my master won't be back for a while, and he, be and he begins beating the other service, servants, partying, and getting drunk? The master will return unannounced and unexpected, and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him a place within the hypocrites, a place with the hypocrites, in that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. <clears throat> All right, so uh, that's a lot of stuff. Um, that's a lot of information and a lot of uh, warnings uh, from Jesus. And <clears throat> I believe, um, you know, the overview, uh, it says, In Jesus' day, a prominent site on the skyline of Jerusalem was the magnificent Temple of Herod. The disciples, duly impressed with its immense splendor, are stunned by Jesus' words that it will one day lie in rubble. Uh, I think this is all pointing into the uh, Revelation, and um, I think this is, you know, he's touching on a few key points. Um, I think in Revelation, he talks about the destruction of Babylon, um, and I think that that's what this might be pointing towards. Um, so, uh, I, I thought when I first read it until I read that overview, I thought the temple buildings were, uh, Jesus and the, and not one stone will be left on top, but that's not true. I don't think that that's true. I believe that he's talking about, um, actual, you know, the, the, the city is going to be destroyed like 
Babylon that they're talking about, like he's talking about, or John talks about in Revelation. Sorry. <coughs> so, then, uh, they went to him privately. What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? And Jesus says, don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. I think that all these things are happening uh, throughout, you know, our history, you know, the world's history, not just, you know, America, the United States. Um, I think that all of this is, is all happening, you know, constantly. So all this stuff has to happen in order for, because God is a God of order. And so all these things are happening according to his plan. Uh, <clears throat> you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. And this is true today. I mean, there are people all over the world being persecuted in the name of Jesus, uh, especially in places that um, it's illegal to, to read uh, the Bible, uh, to worship. Uh, there are underground churches um, in many, what I understand, Middle Eastern uh, countries, um, I, I honestly, I don't know where all of the people are being persecuted because they want to be uh, Christ followers, but I do know that there's there's many places, um, maybe in, in Africa. I, I don't know, honestly. I don't know where all the places are, but um, I know it's happening, and I know it's happening presently in this day. Uh, but the one who, uh, I'm sorry, sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news, I think he's talking about Jesus, the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world, the good news of Jesus, so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. What I understand is that Jesus doesn't come back, and I could be wrong on this, but I don't believe Jesus comes back until every corner of the earth has heard the good news every person around the world has heard the good news i don't know how that happens god is bigger than all of us and i mean he's and god can do it you know through god all things are possible so to me he's going to make it so he said it and he's going to make it so because he says what he means and he means what he says and there's no deviating from that he's very strict about it he is very uh, intent, and I believe that this is what he's saying here. Um, <clears throat> the day is coming when you will see uh, what Daniel the prophet spoke about. Um, so there's prophecy going on there. Um, the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. Oh, you know what? I wanted to go back to something. I forgot what that was. Um... I'm sorry. I should have circled it, and I didn't. Oh, well, if I remember, I'll bring it up tomorrow, or if I find it. But um, anyway, the day is coming when you will see Daniel the prophet spoke. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. Um, I don't know exactly what this is but I've made a little note over here that this might be maybe the tribulation 
um, after the rapture. Um, I don't, I'm not sure, but that's what it seems to indicate to me. Um, and then during the tribulation, uh, if anyone tells you, look, here's the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe it. There will be false messiahs and false prophets. Um, and it says, uh, and those prophets are going to try to even deceive the chosen ones. The people, I think when he says the chosen ones, he's talking about the Israelites. They, there's, they're in Revelation is the 144,000 um, uh, chosen ones. So I think he's talking about that. Um, and then when you go down into 29, uh, again, I, I think I'm pretty sure I've read this from Isaiah. The sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Um, again, I think this is about pointing back or into the future of what, we're, what we read in Revelation later on. And then, at last, the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens and there will be deep mourning among all the people of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and glory. And he will send out his angels with a mighty blast of a trumpet. And they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. I think this is uh, post, like this is after the tribulation. We've gone through all the stuff that's going to happen. The, the plagues and all that stuff. And I think this is when Jesus comes back. I think that's what this is talking about. So then um, moving on to uh, uh, 33, 30. Uh, in the same way, when you see all these things, you can know his return is very near right at the door. Um, heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. However, and I put a star next to this, however, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. Um, you know, you look at the way the world is right now, and, um, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, the end is coming, the end is coming, it's, we're here. A, we don't know God's time, and we don't know what the timeline is, you know, it, we don't know. So, I mean, yes, many things point to the end times, but, you know, it could be, you know, years. It could be, it could be today. I don't know. I could be sitting here doing this podcast and all of a sudden, poof, all you're going to see is a little pile of clothes sitting here. You know, that's, I, I guess, I don't know how God works it, but I know I'll be, you know, taken up and hopefully you will be right there with me. So, but we don't know. We don't know when it's going to happen. So, which is leading into the next section here. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, people were enjoying banquets and parties. And, I mean, you see it right now. I mean, people are living large. You know, they're, they're buying up. They're, they're spending. They're living outside of their, you know, their, what their wallet can afford. They're in debt. They're, you know, having a good time, you know, all living in this world. And it's not about this world. It's about heaven. It's about the next world and living for the kingdom. And that's what he's saying here. 
people didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. They were all like living large and then all of a sudden there's you know Noah and his family watching it all go down and that is the way it will be when the son of man comes two men will be walking working together in a field one will be taken the other left two women will be grinding flour at the mill one will be taken the other left that's the rapture you know it's going to be you know you're going to be sitting there talking to somebody and all of a sudden they're going to be either you're going to be gone and they're going to be seeing you gone or flip it the other way so I don't, I don't know. I'm not judging anybody. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so you too must keep watch for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. You must also be ready all the time for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his household servants and feeding them. If he does a good job, uh, he'll be rewarded. But if he doesn't, if you jump down, when he starts, you know, being evil and mean to, you know, behind the, the master's back and starts treating his servants poorly, uh, the, the master will return unexpectedly and he will cut the servant down and assign him a place with the hypocrites. That's the second time. That's what I was trying to get to earlier. I saw that word hypocrites somewhere earlier, I think. And he's pointing at the, I think he's pointing at the Pharisees there. And that place will be, uh, there will be a place where weeping and gnashing of teeth. That, we all know that that's hell. So he's saying be ready. He's saying be prepared. And, uh, you know, don't just put on, you know, go to Sunday church and put on your Sunday best on Sundays. He's saying wear your Sunday best seven days a week and be prepared. And, you know, don't, uh, you know, live the word of God every day. Uh, according to what he wants you to do you know as long as you're living in god's will and we're good and you just keep doing it and we're not perfect we know that and every day you know if you've sinned against god you know get out on your knees and, and ask for forgiveness for that day you know because you know we're not perfect i'm not perfect every day i fall short i do um i think it says that all have sinned and uh, have fallen short of the glory of god and I am no worse than anybody else. I'm no better than anybody else. I'm not laying a guilt trip. I'm just saying what, what God's telling me to do. Be prepared. So that's it for today. That was some good stuff, some good uh, prophecy from Jesus. Um, let me say it again. We read from the Daily Walk Bible, and it's the New Living Translation. And... Uh, you know, you can get it uh, anywhere, as far as I know. Although I know supply chain is getting pretty thin. So, um, all right. Uh, so, um, hope you're liking this podcast. I, If you are, you know, make your comments, like it, support it. Uh, you can hear it on so many different platforms. I believe everything is up and running at this point. Um we are slowly getting better and better and we're expanding and we're trying to make it available. We're trying to get to a point where we have a website. We're trying to get it onto YouTube. So uh, your patience is so appreciated and I hope that you are enjoying this as much as I am and are blessed by it. Um, if uh, And we're now at that moment um, 
uh, I'm going to give the invitation to accept Christ. Um, if you haven't made a, a choice for Jesus, um, this is your moment. I will never, ever not give you that opportunity. Kind of saying that around the corner. Um, so with that, let's uh, say the, the prayer. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please, please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will live my life according to what your will is. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time today, uh, congratulations and welcome to the um, family of Jesus and into the brotherhood and sisterhood of, uh, of Christ. Um, I encourage you to find a church close to you, wherever you are. Uh, get into a small group, get into a Bible study. Um, the more you dig in, the more it, it is so clear uh, how great our God is and how much he loves us and how he just wants us in, in heaven with him uh, eventually one day. So um, I just, I'm just so thankful that I'm able to lead that prayer. And I hope that, uh, and you know what? If you do accept Jesus and you do say that prayer for the first time, we would love to hear about it. Um, I, I would like for you to make a, a note, you know, if you, if you want to make a comment. I don't know how we get to all the comments and how we can find out what everybody's saying, but uh, we do have a Facebook page. You can post your comments there, I believe. Um, so uh, it would be interesting to hear uh, who's getting saved out there. So, uh, okay, that's it for today. Uh, I pray blessings over everybody uh, out there. Pray you're having a good day, a good night. Uh, and uh, go out there and uh, live for Jesus. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.